you could still talk about it. Like I would still address. All right, just say it in a condescending way to him. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Give It to Straight. Straight. Dang it. Don't was, try to take that I was me. looking at your hand to see when you were pressing a record so that I could try to get you it before you. You can't take it from me. I could do whatever the I fuck I want. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm Alex. You're so yeah. annoying. What? Anyways, I'm jumping into it. I am Alex. Boom. Highs and lows. Because I want to talk about my lows you real quick. You didn't introduce yourself. That's fine. Why do I have to introduce myself? Maybe some people, maybe we have new listeners and people don't know who I'm the fuck John, you are. I'm John, you're Alex. Right. Moving on to our highs and our lows because the lows are fresh in my mind right now. Okay. One low that I have, it's not necessarily like me that, that I have the low with, it's you. Of course. Okay. Would it kill you to just take your clothes when you take your clothes off to not <laughs> pull them inside out? And then throw them in the hamper. Like oh, I'm doing the like, fucking laundries. Like just help me out a little the other bit. Way. But, uh, Oof, but <laughs> no, like that's I, really I your love. I think it's funny because our last episode we talked about how like we're so considerate of each other <laughs> and like I don't want to leave stuff for you because yeah, you, you wouldn't do it to me. Wash but I'm like, it, wash it inside out, and then I'll fold it. Just put it. Like, no, you won't though. I you will. won't. You never do. You never do. I do the laundry. I already know this is my role, but like, just for the love of God, every article of clothing you have is inside out. <laughs> it adds another like 15 minutes to doing the laundry. I, just... I feel like you purposely, sometimes like some people <laughs> might just have like one arm that's inside out. Your whole outfit is inside out. Cause when I'm taking my clothes off, I'm just like, I'm not thinking about yeah, me. You're not thinking about me. <laughs> I get it. Cool. John, like there's so many things that I could come at you for. Name one. All, like you, I don't make the bed. No, but also like your whole side in the bathroom is disgusting. Like, do you really want to go into just going back and forth about like what the other person does to annoy the other person? I think I could win. I think I could win. I, you know, I'm not going to though. So no, I don't. I that see the look. That is false. So my low is the fact that you can do do no wrong, spill all the coffee, be so fucking loud, like be boogery. I'm, I'm loud. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm loud. That's wow. you. That's, you are. That's the kettle like, called the pot black forbid, over here. I I might like spill a, a glass of water, and you're like, God damn it, Alex, you're so <laughs> clumsy. Like you're, it's a double standard there, John. You just think you're holier than thou. You're like, I'm God's gift to earth. I am, because I am. Oh my God. Anyways. This isn't a competition here. My other low. I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay. I just don't understand why every time I take Kobe outside, it's like a battle of life and death with this dog. It is not. A little exaggerated, I know. But still, like, people, come on. Like, just have your dog on a fucking leash. We live in a little neighborhood. There's no yards. They're all like townhouse and stuff. So you got to walk your dog around. Put your dog on the fucking leash, which most people do. Twice now, on two different occasions, I let Kobe out. We're walking outside. Some lady opens her door, and she's got one dog on the leash, and the other dog she doesn't have on the leash, and the dog shoots out of her front door and like comes and like charges Kobe. 
I think people... These are two separate women, by the way. I think people like to assume, like... Or people think it's a flex to be like, oh, my dog... Oh, they're controlled off-leash. No, they're fucking not. They're not. They're animals. Like, they're not going to listen to you if they're going after something that they want. And it's always Kobe. <laughs> you're so right. It's such a flux. I know I know people that are like, mm, oh, yeah. yeah. My dog walks with me. Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Just put your dog on a my leash. My dog's loyal, real trained. Shut, yeah. And no one gives a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Just put your dog on a leash. Follow the rules and shut up. <laughs> shut up and sit down. And and pick up your dog shit. And pick up your dog shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, there's a whole thing in this neighborhood. So I can't believe I talked about this. On another this is how po- you know we're getting old. I can't like believe when some... Are, when these are the things that we complain about. Oh, I'm, I know. Why would you scoop up your dog's shit in the bag, tie the bag off, and then leave it there? Oh, like people have just left their bags of You're poop. doing 50% of the work, and then you just leave your dog poop bag in like the public grass area. Like... Who's, who do you think is coming to pick that up? No one, nobody, nobody's coming to get that. The landscapers that we pay for are HOA. Maybe that's, that's so like what, up. maybe that's what they think though. People it's are like, so oh. stupid. Entitlement. Yeah. Well, it's the world we live in. Anyways, when you look at this situation, I'm like, I'm 34. This woman's like later forties. If either one of us is going to be the adult in a situation or just in general, oh, you've age, been an adult longer. Age has nothing to do with it, but it's just, it's awareness and again respect for others like you live in a a community like what if your dog attacked a kid or like got hit by a car you know what i mean like that's what i think because i'm like if i hit someone's animal i would i i couldn't come back from that i would feel so horrible but it wouldn't be my fault like you let your dog loose off leash and i'm sure it was an accident i'm sure she didn't mean to let her dog i don't fucking care though it's just common sense like it's common sense. And it's scary seeing like the older I get, like it's scary that I'm the adult, like generation We're the adults. That's fucking scary one. But the older <laughs> I get and like the adults that I grew up with or like, you know, seeing them as adults, they're just big kids. Yeah. Well, they're no, just a bunch of big kids. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. No. no and just because you're older doesn't mean you're m- more mature. Fake it till you make it, I guess. But it is, it is frustrating though when people just are not responsible right. dog owners. So, you still not let me finish the dog. It's like this. She's got this cute little like, you know what? Wait, the amount of times that Kobe has escaped at my parents. though. that wasn't on us, though. One of your family members left, left the, the gate. gate open. But still, I mean, it's like when you think about responsibility like that's I'm blaming everyone but us. <laughs> We're the responsible ones. I don't know. I don't know. Because like Kobe, I feel like I could count. on. I don't have enough hands to count on. How many times Kobe has escaped and like been running loose and he, he, could, well, then he's a you're good the boy. problem. You're the problem too. Yeah. It's not, I'm blaming everyone but me then. Oh no. I mean, it's not me. I didn't leave the gate open. <laughs> Again, the lady has this like yellow lab puppy, really cute dog. She's got that dog. The one that's not aggressive on the leash. Then this little rat looking white and black pug dog shoots out the door and like charges our dog Kobe and like starts flexing on him. He's like, burr, 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 like in his face. And Kobe's just sitting there wagging his tail. And the lady is just sitting there screaming at her dog, not moving, but yelling at her dog to come. She's like, come here, come here. I'm so sorry. Come here. Dog's not moving. I'm like, lady, you think your next step would be go put your lab inside, shut the door. You're right next to your front door. Shut the door and then maybe walk over and pick your fucking dog up. 
No, that didn't cross her mind at all. This really affected you. It did bother me. And like, then some random guy had to come over and like scoop the dog up. She's like, ha thank you so much. I'm like, you couldn't do that? I, again, devil's advocate, I think just like shit happens. Nervously, sometimes. Kobe took a shit. And that was the end of the story. <laughs> Co- like the dog left like, and Kobe nervously took a shit. He's like, oh, geez, now I can release. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's not an, an ideal situation to happen. I feel like it only happens when you're with Kobe, but... That stuff. Well, because ninety percent of the time, stuff I'm happens. You know what I mean? Out. Like, uh, as much as I do get annoyed at shit like that, like it, it's happened to us too. You can't just it like not happened to me. I've uh, never had Kobe off leash. Yeah, I'm talking about like we being the parents of Kobe. He has escaped and like wreaked havoc in a neighborhood. Like, remember that one time he went underneath the fence and hung out with the people behind my parents. Like, right. those dogs. How pissed would you be if you were that neighbor? But that was our dog. He's the one who went underneath the fence. You know, you just got to look at both sides and say, like, you know, it's a shit happens. It's okay. No, I'm holding my ground. I'm holding my ground on this, but we can move on. What is your high and your low? If it's again, like anything, if it's a pattern, yeah, then it's a problem. But this seems like it's a pattern with me. (laughs) I think this isn't the first time. I think because like you're looking for those negative experiences. And that's why it happens yeah, to me. They okay. Ha- they happen to you. I literally have to open the front door with Kobe and look both ways before I go out of the door. Cause who knows the other neighbor, she can't even like hold her two dogs. This is how I feel like walking around the city with you. I have to I hold your it. hand it's so not you, a don't, good time. you don't walk into traffic. Cause you don't know. Oh, which. oh yeah. I almost got clipped by a car in the city in New York city. John didn't understand like how the streets works. So I was like, good <laughs> Lord, John, stop. She held my hand. Like, like my mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your mommy. Ooh, go Creepy. highs and lows. Move it sister. What's your high? Just finish it off. I don't have any highs. It was just all lows. <laughs> my highs. I just finished editing the last wedding of 2021 for me. Like the parts that I do, like I'm done. We have a bottle of champagne ready to blow when we ship out all of them. And we're so close. We have two more weddings to edit. We have, and then four more to ship. And then we're good. We are done with the 2021 wedding season. So probably like two weeks away. I can't wait. I know. And then 2022, just great year ahead. So my high, or I don't know, I guess I'll start with my low. My low is that... I cannot, for the life of me, find a good nail person down here. Your sister has recommended someone, and I should probably just, like, go to who your sister said. But I swear, like, in New York, they just know what they're doing. I never had a nail break, never had a nail fall off. I've gone to three places down here in Virginia, and they've all cracked, all split, all fallen off. Like, I don't know. You're pretty hard on your hands, though. Well, exactly. So and they you should... pick. I see you pick all the time. You're I'm not picking, picking at your at nails. Them. You always pick at your nails when you're nervous or whatever. No, I don't. Not yeah, when I they're see done. You scratch them all the time. You're like... I do see you like pick at your nails though. I do not pick at my nails. Okay. Like, that is like not a nervous habit of mine. Like you just make stuff up. Anyway, I'm just very unsatisfied with the nail talent down here. First world problems, but I just, I don't know. I just want to find a good nail lady and I just haven't found a good nail place. So that's my low. I will one day find a solid place. My high is that um, now that we are wrapping up wedding season, I feel, I just like already feel more relaxed. Like. I feel like I could breathe easier. I just, I felt like I was just stressed like 100% of the time. So it's nice to feel like I can have some downtime, like read a book, you know, pet my dog, go on a walk with you at the end of the night without having to just like be on the computer for 14 hours a day. So I feel like the like downsides co- of that though is like, like now we're- 
I like to cook dinner. Like I'm able to do that now. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait, wait what's the downside? Oh, just like our productivity now. I feel so guilty when we shouldn't. Yeah, but, but it's like, I, like I, there's no reason why you need to be working for 12 hour days, 14 hour days. Like that is not healthy. And I felt that. Like I was like, I am not okay. <laughs> so I'm emotionally stressed right if now. If like ending work at 5 p.m. is that if that's what normal people do, I am on board. Right. <laughs> so, I know. So I'm fine with it. So yeah, I just feel like uh, a breath of fresh air. I know. Now we got to pick up hobbies. We need to start a volleyball league. You, we're not getting into this <laughs> fucking hobby conversation again. So Al, we have some guests on today. Is that correct? We do. Oh my God. Who are they? I'll tell you, John. <laughs> this week, our special guests are two of our favorite people. I guess we were introduced to them last summer, but it feels like we've known them for years at this point. Um, but anyway, they are two of our favorite people. They are a power couple, business partners, and soon to be husband and wife. While planning their West Coast wedding, they work so extremely hard at managing some of the most talented creators in the social media industry. Us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, our managers, Ashley and Cameron. Woo! Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, good. We're it's so about time. happy to have you. I know. I feel like we've been talking about this for so long. It's the yeah. first time I get to see Cameron face to face. You know, it's I like it. It's, it's <laughs> nice. Oh man, I yeah. exist. It's crazy because we've known you guys for I don't even know how many months now. More than six months. It's yeah. been like eight, I have no idea how long. But it we feels started like working forever. with you guys in August, I think. Is that when? Yeah. It, it must have been August. Yeah. 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 We we met in August, and yeah, it's like been six months really going at it. So so we, so we haven't met in person yet. yet. Yeah, but we will be meeting you soon. It feels <laughs> like we know you guys already. I mean, we see we talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to bother you guys at least once a day. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Accurate. Never. <laughs> so I don't know if we've ever had another. Well, you guys aren't husband and wife yet. You're planning your wedding. You're getting married very soon. But I don't know if we've ever had like another husband and wife to be team on like business owners. So tell us a little bit about like how you guys got started, what led you to creating your company and like how you knew you wanted to get into it together. Yeah, it's a great, that's a great question. You want to, yeah, you want to take that one, Ashley? I would do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it all really started like organically, I would say with some friends that we made like a few years ago, um, you know, working, I had a few mentors when I worked, uh, in YouTube management and I was really lucky to learn from, you know, two people that I, to this day, you know, consider my mentors and through that, I kind of like networked and met people. And, um, I found one of my best friends, um, who I worked with at the time. Um, she, you know, stuck with me a the whole way. And she's like, you know, let's start a company together. And it was just, uh, it started out really like scrappy in that way. And, um, you know, from there, I think last year was when we really started to take it seriously. Um, and we, we decided, you know, we wanted to grow from our, you know, few clients who are, who were our dear friends, um, and, and uh, contacts to kind of like, uh, our expertise, just growing that with more creators. And, um, I think TikTok was expanding at the time, like it was musically and then it became TikTok and, um, I saw the progression from YouTube, something where it was like video first, amazing creators, personality, um, forward type creators, um, moving to TikTok. So, uh, we dived right in, um, and we started 
started using the app and we really started to kind of absorb all these different types of personalities. And we found you guys like along the way. I think, um, you know, that was really the beginning when we started to take it seriously, like taking TikTok seriously and working with clients that were sort of doing something new. Cameron, were you doing the same thing she was doing in the beginning as well? Yeah. So when I think when Ashley started the business was when I really began to get involved in the management side, like talent management. So my background had been more kind of traditional um, and originally like working in consulting and then digital media, marketing on the brand side of things, um, some strategy. But we, you know, the truth is we, we started this business at first. Um, it was very much a side thing, right? Something that we were doing, um, both of us in parallel with our full-time jobs. Um, and then it is, it's one of those things that it just snowballed really quickly into something that required a lot more attention. Um, and also was something that we were naturally both a lot more passionate about. So, you know, Ashley, she was the first that like took the leap and was like, okay, this is not a joke. Like, this is something that is, I'm excited about something that we're getting a lot of positive feedback about from our clients, our partners. And also we're both, um, you know, from LA, we have so many friends that work in similar industry, just mm -hmm. naturally. I mean, originally, actually, Ashley's first job was like the referral from my sister. And then, you know, so everybody in our circles are kind of in the space. And uh, we were like, why, why wouldn't we, you know, just jump in and take this more seriously? We're more excited about it. You know, we're succeeding in it. And this was all before, uh, you know, as Ashley was saying, like before TikTok and, and Reels took off. Mm -hmm. um, and so then once pre-pandemic those... times too? It was right around that mid yeah. mid pan pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was it was mid pandemic that it really um, that it really like took over for us. That was like the turning point, I think. Okay, I think we had more time to put towards it, and you know we were working from home. It was just it felt like everybody was on their phones, and yep. so the industry kind of you know kind of fast forwarded almost. And we were like right place, right time. Right. Yeah. I feel like that was a turning point for a lot of people in the social media side of business was because so many people were working from home and on their phones that like, again, we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for the pandemic and everyone being on their phone. As horrible as that sounds. As, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, obviously we give our condolences to the horrible things that happened to it, but like, were you concerned, like taking that plunge, you know, going from a company to like starting your own thing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it requires a lot of just juggling when you're doing something on the side and you're also working full time. And, you know, for us, it's, we give a hundred percent to everything we do. So um, it did really feel like we were, we were being pulled in a lot of different directions, but I think, you know, we both got into what we got into, whether it was like a job or this business to work with creators, to work with talented people and, and be close to them and, and kind of help them in terms of like business side of things. So, you know, my background is more from the agency side. So I was working with brands and the whole time I had one kind of uh, goal in mind, which was to learn, you know, as much as I could so that eventually when I came back to like my roots in management and as I was building that side out, everything was like really with that intention was to um, be able to be the best, you know, manager I could be. Um, and that, you know, I don't regret doing, you know, that at the same time as something else. Cause I think it was all, you know, moving in one direction to one goal, but taking the plunge was one of the most, I think, scariest things because, you know, our industry, it's, it's not a, you know, W2 in the sense that you're not getting a check every two weeks. You are yeah. 
you're hustling and you are getting, you know, gigs and it does really feel like freelancing. So, you know, it took, it took a while, I would say to feel confident, to make the, to make the leap. And I don't regret at all, you know, everything that led up to it. I think the time comes when you have to decide, like, I'm going to, you know, make this leap and having support, uh, having a partner to support you through that is like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just being confident. Like, I think, you guys were doing it for a while and you were just so confident. You're like, I can fucking do this. Like I can do it. And like, you have such a passion for it and it shows. And like, I think that's why you're successful at what you do. It, it seems that way, but you know, the truth is the leap is something that Ashley felt, you know, it's a scary thing to do. And we were like, is she going to be able to replace, you know, whatever X income, you know, we're right. already getting in. And, and it was amazing because everyone tells you that like, no, once you go in, you'll see like, there's all this potential you're not tapping into. And as soon as we saw that that was true, um, we were like, wow, as soon as, you know, she went in full time and like proved that to us, it was like, my God, what were we thinking? You know, why were <laughs> well, it's we, like you, like, you know, cause we kind of were the same with the wedding industry, you know, until, and we're kind of in the same transition now with like the social media world. But like when it was the wedding industry, it was the same thing where it was like, do we take this leap? Does John quit his job? Like it is so scary. And similar to, you know, the industry that we're in social media side, Weddings, it's also not a consistent paycheck. You're getting out what you're putting in. Is that the right way to say it? That sounds, good. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like all on you. Like you're not relying on now someone else. You're relying on yourself to make things happen. So it is super scary. But what was the, like, did you guys know that you were going to do it together? Like, how did you kind of transition so that like cam you came on board and it was like because working with your with your partner is not yeah especially when you live together you guys aren't married but you're you're pretty much have been married for five years already (laughs) just based off of being around each other 24 because you guys both work from home both your office everything's in the house oh yeah 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 that's a great question i think um I think we've always kind of worked together on the business right in the sense where you know everything that like the decisions we're making we're talking so much we're so close that we're already partners in our lives right the the challenging part is like working like making it a formal thing to say like i'm going to work with my partner that actually never seemed at least to me let me know what you think but it never seemed like <laughs> a true possibility until the pandemic actually when we were like wait a second like we're together all the time we're basically already working together um and it wasn't even so much a decision to make more so just something that like almost happened naturally for us right. uh, where we're like, we're, you know, we're already working together. It's more at this point, just like a question of, do we formalize that? Do we just go all in with it? Cause we know it works. Um, we know that we're able to work together and it's amazing how well we balance each other. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's natural with couples. I don't know. Like we balance each other in our relationship and in the business, we're total opposites in, in a great way where, you know, her strengths and my strengths are so different. Uh, they really complement each other well. So I mean, was there like some trial and error though? Like <laughs> once you're together, you're like, okay, like well, we need to have like our own separate offices yeah, or I something. Mean, so many people like look at yeah. husband and wife or like, you know, team, like partner duos and who are in business together. And like, I could never, I could never do yeah. that. But I think because you bring different things to the table, that's like what makes the magic is because like, we're not up each other's butts trying to compete with one another. We're doing very different things. And so I feel like that's again, like where the recipe for success comes but like what kind of advice would you give to someone who's maybe considering it because you guys are fairly new at working with one another and you were just thrown into the fire yeah Yeah. advice wise i would say like be patient because you 
at work, it's, it's a different dynamic than in a personal relationship. I think in a personal relationship there, and there's a lot of crossover, like there's a lot of compromise. There's a lot of communication. There's a need to be a team player. Um, there's, making, what? there's what? There's yeah, what? Yeah, word. Communication. Communication. <laughs> exactly. You guys made it even more awkward because you just sat there and stared at us while we did it. Like, <laughs> do you want to sing with us? No, there no, might yeah. be a well, lag. Time has passed. <laughs> Keep going with what you're saying. Next time, next time. Yeah. But yeah, we, I mean, communication is the biggest one. I think everything stems off that because if you're not willing to listen to your partner, their um, opinion about something, you're not going to learn anything because. Mm-hmm. I, my, my issue was like, I, I felt like since I started at, you know, I started it as a one man band, I was like, I know everything and, yep. you know, I have the background and I know exactly what I'm doing. And, you know, the way I'm doing it is the right way of doing it. And then, you know, Cameron would come in and be like, what is this? Like, even as simple as something is like a spreadsheet. He's like, what is this like scrappy way that you're doing things? And, and he's like, this isn't scalable. This is, this is like one person in a, in a vacuum, like doing something because they don't know any other way. And, you know, my first, you know, initial reaction was like, oh my God, like, don't even come at me, you know, don't even try to, you know, come at me in, in a space that I feel like I know better than you, but um, I and ended it's up- your baby too. Yeah. So you don't want to like, give up the reins because you know everything. Yeah. But it's always exactly. good to get another perspective though. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And and when you're controlling in that way, you're, you're really closing yourself off to, um, I always say two heads are better than one and so on and so forth. And as soon as he came in, it like, just open my eyes to how much I'm, you know, my strengths are in the day-to-day, his are more in the big picture strategy, um, you know, applying things uh, on the tech side as well that just allowed me to just scale and do more and have more clients and sort of be able to focus on, you know, what I do and and really let go of the things that I should have been delegating to begin with. But, um, and by delegating, I mean, just splitting kind of yeah. different, uh, different things that we, you know, wanted to tackle. But um, he really came in and I would say like, he's very patient. I'm very reactive. Um, and so that kind of balances out when, you know, when I, like, when I push back or I'm resistant, like he really knows how to like, it's like water. He just, you know, hits the rock and it just like chips away. So yeah. yeah. I would say we're similar in that element also. Like I would get very overwhelmed and John would be like, I can't help you until like you tell me like what you need help with or if you right. teach me how right. to do it. Like you're getting so frustrated. But if you just, if you take the time to teach me to do this, I could take this off of your plate. So ba- like, basically you both of you, your issue is control. It's hard yeah. to relinquish yeah. right. control. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like you said, it's your baby. It's so yeah. hard to let other people in when you've like built this whole thing, you know, it's like, okay, maybe I'll let you come in. I'll crack the door a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it takes a lot for a me to trust, I think, because I always think like, you know, I'll just do it or I'll just handle it. Or, or if they, if I let go and let them do it, it might not get done, you know, as fast or as mm-hmm. the way I want it done. And so, um, how you know, it's to- so funny, Ashley saying that, because I feel like Ashley, a lot of times keeps telling us to you know, delegate and like push off yeah. like the podcast, like get other Uh-oh. people to edit the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is my baby. Exactly. I'm going to edit the podcast. Exactly though. Yeah. Like you just have some sense of like control and like, you don't want to let go of that yet. But like, again, you become a happier individual when you do realize that you don't have to do it all. So yeah, I should take my own advice. I, yeah. I will say I'm a culprit Likewise. of that. Likewise. <laughs> so how do you guys feel like 
you set boundaries with the business and your relationship. Cause that's huge. When you have your company, you're living together, you need to take me time and focus on one another. So like, how do you guys separate those things? That's a fantastic question. And I don't know that we job. Have- great job, Alex. <laughs> Alex yeah. Before we got on, she's like, you got any questions from like, no, we'll just wing it. We'll just wing it when we get on there. Yeah. Us too, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's something we work on. I mean, honestly, um, it's, the the nature of our business being you know talent management uh we're so close we have a lot of close relationships with a lot of our, our our talent like they're some of our best friends so it bleeds into regular life like, <laughs> all the time right i mean it's top of mind for us uh all the time there you know we we've always made an effort to carve out time for our relationship whether it be you know now that we're working together in business or before then you know, I don't think we've necessarily like solved for that yet. You know, even <laughs> when we're we. all, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like a learning process, I think. And like, we try on the weekends, but like, because it's so your business is so close to home, it's really tough to not have those conversations at night over the dinner table. You know, you have to try to remind yourself like, this is not work time, but it's mm. so difficult. <laughs> but a, I think a positive from that though, is like, you know, say we did have separate jobs. Like when I was working as an OT, I'd come home, shoot ask me about my day. Like, I know she knows nothing about that or the people I work with or anything. And now it's like, we're so intertwined with each other. Like we can have these like in-depth combos. Plus we need to, I know we need to like separate from that and like talk about other things and like have fun and shit like that. But it's, but it's <laughs> nice fun. to like, we're talking all the time now. Then yeah. when, yeah. when I was working, doing something separate. And I'm like, I think yeah. it's a positive. Yeah. I think, I think like for us, like imagine for like for people who aren't in a relationship, like my partner is my partner in life. Like mm-hmm. we can strategize our business all the time right. and get each other completely. It's and, yeah. and it's something we're excited to talk about. We're not talking about work, like, oh, what happened at work? Yeah. Yep. It's like, yep. we, the only reason we're talking about it is because it's our passion and both of us are on the same wavelength with it. And it's not a drag. We're not like, oh, why are we talking about work? It's like, of course we're talking about work. That's like mm-hmm. what what we do. It's what drives your us. hobby. <laughs> Hobby, yeah, yeah, it does feel like it's like make work your your leisure. Like <laughs> yes, it almost feels like the line is so blurred, and we're so happy when we're talking about it that it's not like a drag. You know, it's not like we're complaining about work. It's more so like, how can we tomorrow be better versions of ourselves? And then, mm-hmm. you know, when we do carve out time for us, I think it's more so when we're hanging out with our friends, and you know, we we kind of let loose a little bit um, because you know when we're together, we're we're thinking about how tomorrow, how to maximize five-year plan, things like that. Yeah. But then we get around our friends and we just were reminded of who we are away from work. And I think, mm-hmm. um, we have such a close knit group of friends that we, we grew up with together. Um, you know, even before we dated, um, before we got engaged, you know, we, we were in the same circle of friends forever and they, they've known us since we were probably like kids. So it, it does kind of, um, bring us down to earth and remind us that, um, you know, there's other things going on, you know, in the world other than business and work and, and then, you know, traveling, I will always say is a way to just get away, slow down and, you know, really enjoy the fruits of your labor. Um, and you end up, you end up actually taking a few days or a week or whatever it is to really enjoy your surroundings. And so I would say just getting out, out of the house, out of the environment that you're usually in and even your city, because, and I know you guys are visiting soon, so we're so excited and I know how hard you guys have been working. So it's like, that's going to be the time where you really, hopefully you're not working and you're, you're, enjoying no, we're going to be, we'll be working together. That's right. <laughs> we'll that's be right. 
working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're 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 genuinely um, excited about going to LA. I can't wait. It's gonna yeah. be awesome. But we've also talked about like I've always told Alex this, like even when we first started with you guys and like we had so much stuff going on and we were always so excited to like when we got to talk to you guys and like plan out like what's happening this month and next month. So you said like work and pleasure kind of together because we're just so passionate about what we do also. Well, I, think I, too, I think that's key. Like when, like how you guys said, when you're building your passion with your partner, like sky's the limit. Like you can dream as big as you want and take it like wherever you guys want to take it. So I think like that's the best part about it is like, we can dream these big dreams, whether they happen or not together. And it makes exactly. it so much more fun. Yeah, it's more fun. And I'm all about having fun in what you do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that might be like an unpopular opinion, but I think work should be, should be fun. And then like, I remember when I would celebrate like wins, you know, before Cameron was kind of more involved, like it, I was alone. It wasn't as fun to celebrate like those sort of wins. And like, I, I would turn to my right and no one's there. And I'm like, oh, it's just me. You know, like I have no team. I have no like coworker to like share this moment with. Um, and then when he started helping out, it's like, we really look at each other sometimes and we're like, you know, we're building something together and we get to share those moments together. And there's nothing like that. It's no, yeah. not awesome. Yeah. Well, right. It's, and it's especially sharing your wins. Like, I feel like the same thing when I used to like you know, hit a milestone. I'm like, no one gets it. It's just me, right. me and Kobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you guys are engaged for anyone listening. Their wedding, like we said, is really soon. Uh, number one, which when you have a business, planning a wedding is like another side job. So how's that been? Are you guys taking time to relax from that as well? Because I remember those stressful days. <laughs> Yeah, luckily we've been planning a wedding for what, what feels like two years. So yeah, we've I recommend that to everybody. Yeah. Like if they're not if they don't have a planner, which we don't, we've we've taken the feet on our own. And um I think time is the best thing to give yourself when there's so many little decisions along the way. And um other than that, we've really just gone with our gut. Like we've asked our friends for recommendations, like his cousin just got married, right? You know, before, right, right actually when COVID hit, his cousin got married. So, you know, I was like, I'm going to ask her everything. Yeah. Alex, honestly, you've been like an amazing, <laughs> just like, I think we had a really long conversation about like the little details yes. and just asking your friends and family and relying on, again, like relying on others to help you, you know, to help yourself. And it's really not been that stressful. I think good, good. So just, you know, there's so much that goes into it and you're like, Oh, I think I'm done. And then there's like 10 more things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it gets busier the closest, you, the closer you get to it also. Yeah, yeah. You're like, Oh shoot. That's the thing. Yeah. We've been planning it for two years. And then today we had like five agenda items that we had <laughs> yep. to knock out for the wedding still. So you guys represent, I feel like people all across the board, like between YouTube, TikTok, but now like, I feel like you represent a few different couples. Like, I feel like, I don't know, you represent like people, all different, in all different of, spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So like what, when you're like looking for people specifically, like in the social media world, like what are you guys looking out for? It's a really, it's a really great question. Um, and we talk about this a lot because there is a lot of diversity to our roster, but there are some common threads that attract us to, to certain uh, talent that we think would be a good fit. I think one of the default things is we typically work with people who inspire us in some way, people who are creating and are um, a type of talent that we feel like we can invest in and grow with. Um, and you know, it's, you know, maybe that sounds broad, but I don't think every single, um, influencer or creator necessarily falls into that, that category. 
Um, and you know, more often than not, it's like, we kind of like pass the, the test is kind of like, would we want to be friends with this person? You know, is this someone we like, when we jump on the phone with them, like we can just immediately kind of connect with and, um, you know, feel like we have some shared values, shared goals. Um, generally speaking, I think that that's the litmus test, um, to, to some degree, but then also we're very open to, uh, to different types of talent because, uh, there isn't any one secret sauce that makes someone, you know, successful or special. I feel like for us, like we're always kind of trying to branch out and learn new, new things, get access to new um, branches of what's happening in, in the industry. And each new kind of diverse talent that we work with, uh, we learn a lot from. We, we get a lot of access to different outlets. And so we do try to diversify. But there is also like lately, there's been this um, trend towards also, also beginning to work with couples. We've kind of built this little niche, I think you were alluding to. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> being actually at the forefront of that. Um, and, yeah. and it's actually kind of an amazing thing because I just feel like when you see another couple, like we're a couple team. And you guys are a team and there happen to be these other teams, you know, out there that exist and they have this dynamic where, um, you know, they just get it. Like what we just connected on maybe five yeah. minutes ago about how we work together, how we collab, like what you described and what we described that were very similar story. And so it's like, it just ends up being one of those natural fit things where we're like, wow, this team is just like us. We can inspire one another. You know, we're, we have like four heads in the game mm -hmm. um, and it's become mm -hmm. this really like awesome, uh, this awesome like team environment that we've created with, with some of the different couples that we've been working with. Um, so that's been one of the kind of like niche groups that we've been, it hasn't even necessarily been um, intentional, but we've kind of fallen into, into that category. I, I agree. I think like too, when we find wedding couples, when we go to capture their weddings, we want to make sure that we connect with them on not just, you know, can you afford us level, but do we want to work with you? Would we be friends with you? Do we vibe? Could, could we grab a beer with you and be friends after this? Especially for longevity too, right? I mean, with weddings, yeah, yeah. we're filming the wedding, you know, we're editing, we give them the wedding and we might have like some sort of relationship afterwards, but with you guys and yeah. you find someone, I mean, that's so true. I didn't even think of that. Like it's way more long-term. Yeah. Unless you yeah, drop yeah. them. But, you know. <laughs> Unless you drop yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how we approach every like client is like, do we want to like marry this client? Because it does feel like in a way, like it's another spouse or it's another party that's relying on you in a way that the expectations are high, the bar is high. And, um, you know, we want to be, it, it's not just professional, it's personal. Like we really consider you guys, even though we've only been working together for six months, like you guys really feel like family to us. And, you know, we, we I build that relationship crying. Not crying, you're crying. day by day. I know I'm yeah. like getting emotional over here, but yeah. you know, I started the company with my best friends. I feel like that mentality hasn't changed. Like every client we sign just feels like we get you know, we have some special connection to them. And um, we, we are the type of people that like, we're going to sign you if we are, are consuming your content regularly and we're loving it. And we're, you know, we wouldn't sign you if we didn't believe in what you're creating. And so I think in a way we're building out an extension of, of us in a way. And it, it's like, it, every client we work with is like, we love every time you guys post something, it's like, 
makes our day and like social media is so saturated. So it's really special to know you have this like connection with, you know, a few creators, you can go deeper with them. And, and what you guys do is, is really more than just posting videos. It's, you know, you're building a brand and um, we see that not just, you know, in the short term, but you know, what are the bigger dreams? And we just want to be like along for the ride. When you were looking at people on TikTok, like TikTok was fairly new. Like you didn't know if it was going to, you know, number one, be around because it was, they were supposed to get rid of it. Or, you know, if there was going to be another platform that was going to take off. So you really have to like stay on trend with like what platform is going, like who's creating what, like what kind of content people are consuming. So like, where do you see social media trending? And, you know, obviously we're like biased towards comedy, yeah. days, <laughs> what we're about to say. but like, you know, there's so many different spaces for people. Do you think that like, there's room for everyone or is like, is social media trending in like a certain direction? Yeah, uh, I think there is room for everyone to some degree. But if you're mm -hmm. asking, you know, what are the trends? What direction is it going? I think this recent trend of short form content, video content coming out and exploding, really like finding this product market fit where this is what people want. And, you know, TikTok started it, but it's really like just blossoming all over the place. That's something that we think just started. Like, we think we're at the beginning of that, right? Like when YouTube first came out, when was that? Like maybe 50, 12 years, 2005, 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's still relevant. Right. Um, and I don't think YouTube's going away. Right. Like it's still going to have its place in long form video content. I think, you know, Instagram came out and there were these, um, you know, still image, like uh, paintbrushed, beautiful kind of like photos um, format. And I think that, you know, that had its maybe 10 year span and, um, you know, it's, it's still going to have its place, but I do think the growth and the new frontier, um, for at least the next, you know, I, I can't tell you how many years, but the next wave is going to be this video format, this short form video format, and it's going to evolve. It's not necessarily going to stay what it is today. I think we're at like very early stages of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were really early adopters of it. Uh, we, you know, like the minute even musically was out and then, and then TikTok came out and, uh, you know, we were lucky to have friends in the space and we've been in kind of the general industry for a while. And it was like an immediate click. We were like light bulb kind of moment. And we were like, this is just amazing content. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is it, you know? And, and as soon as we realized this is it, and also, you know, Ashley being really connected on, um, kind of the, the brand and partnerships and advertising side of things. The minute advertisers started to to funnel into the space, we're like, okay, this is it. Like the potential yep. is being tapped into right now, and it was kind of a no brainer. And I don't, and I don't think. I mean, I think the momentum is there. That's like one of the areas we're really excited about. So we always say, um, you know, video video content creation is is the now. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it's the big the the big space for us. Um, yeah, I think to add to that too, like I think video on YouTube, you know, the, the things that worked on YouTube 10 years ago were, you know, whether you were creating some type of, you know, educational content or you were really just uh, someone that you watched and you're like, I know this person, I've watched every video for five years straight. I feel like if I saw them in person, I would know them. And they're my friend almost. Cause like they're talking to me and it's so personal. And, you know, TikTok is a little bit of that. I think people probably, you know, with you guys, you're going to start to see like, people feel like they know you, they watch you, they, they see your faces and they really feel like you're, while you're not doing these long form blogs, you are sort of giving them a tidbit into your lives. And I think TikTok has taken that, lowered the barrier of entry, made it a little bit easier for kind of anyone to do it. And, but the, you know, I think the, 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 
distinction between the people that make it and don't is that, you know, you're, you're putting yourself out there, first of all, which is hard. And then your personality and people are connecting to you versus like a picture of you or like a side of you that seems curated or perfect. You know, you're accessible and you're relatable. And um, if you're able to showcase yourself in video, the more real you are, I just feel like the, the, the better people connect with you on. And um, I think post pandemic, they're not looking to go online and feel worse about themselves. They're going yeah. online to feel better about themselves to learn something or to just, you know, feel like they can see their friends, Alex and John, um, <laughs> make them laugh and, and make their day. So, um, or, or listen yeah. to our podcast, everyone. Podcast. Uh, give it to me straight. <laughs> um, yeah. And we, we just love it. And I think, uh, I think TikTok is just the beginning. I think it's going to be it's going to be one of those things where who knows in 10 years, if we're like in the metaverse, like using another yeah. platform or, you know, creating content in VR, but what inspires us and excites us is the future of social media. And I think, you know, back using MySpace to Facebook to, you know, the, seeing the iterations throughout our lifetime and kind of being a generation that didn't have social media to having it um, and seeing the growth and seeing all the opportunities created for like expressive artists, creative people. Um, we're just, we're just so excited that it's like the beginning and, um, we feel like you guys are such experts at it. And, and how did you guys come to become such experts at something so new that attracted us to you guys? So, but that is something that really, I'm like, how did you learn something so new? Was it inherent or, you know, did it just kind of happen? Uh, for me, it was forced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, what, what I would say, because I feel like a lot of people ask us that as well, just like, how do you find what your niche is or niche, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, but it is a lot of like trial and error, like between figuring out like what people engage in, like what they're sharing, what they're, what they like. And I think we were kind of looking at it from a, a consumer standpoint of like, what would we share with our friends? Like what would we consume? And so if you're interested in something, whether that be art, education, informational videos, cooking, like you, if that's something that you want to consume, that's what you have to make. But that's what I love about TikTok is that it's so much more real, broken down and authentic, as opposed to just like a curated, pretty aesthetic mm -hmm. feed, you know? no one's thinking about like does my grid look perfect like mm -hmm. no one cares i totally exactly. think like definitely being real to yourself like you made a very valid point like is it content that you're going to enjoy yourself mm -hmm. and i think that's where it gives you longevity too where like everything we put out is shit we think is funny well and it's and all it, stuff that we've experienced like any of right. our, all of our skits like even though they're skits it's like because it's happened in real life. And we're like, we should make this into a skit. Like I'm sure this other people have this conversation or other people have gone through this. So it's all like real life things that have happened. And since we're together 24 seven, there's a lot of stuff that happens. So, yeah. But a lot of couples too, I'm sure, like you said, even before you came into business together, you were still working in the house together. So you were experiencing a lot of things one-on-one -on -one that we were probably experiencing making content and then it reached you. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And I think it's amazing the way you put it, which is you create content that you would consume. I use that analogy for like cooking. Like uh, I'm a, mm -hmm. I, I cook a lot, right? And Ooh, I've are, seen, I've seen it. <laughs> I, you're cooking me a meal when I get there, right? <laughs> yeah. The trick is you cook food that you would want to eat, right? Like, it's like, you have yes. to like to eat food to cook good food. You can't just not like food, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there are people who don't care much about food and they're often not cooks, right? So uh, same with content. It sounds like you guys like have a passion. You know what you like, you know what you like to see, and then you create that and you're authentic to it. You're not trying to be something else. Um, and I think that's the transition from like the, I'll call it like the Instagram era to the TikTok era is mm -hmm. the transition away from like curation to authenticity. 
and you guys are so good at it. I mean, you're just, you're fully authentic unless there's something we don't know. Um, <laughs> but. but no, I, I agree. And like going back to the cooking comment, I heard some analogy because I feel like in business or any, anytime someone wants to start something new, it's very tough because you feel like the market's saturated, whether that be like video, photo, like I want to be a lawyer. Like you might not, you might have imposter syndrome and I think might not be able to think that you could do it because there's so many other people out there doing it. But like, mm -hmm. if you think about recipes that are out there, how many chocolate chip cookie recipes are out there? Like a top right. chef can give you the ingredients, but it doesn't mean it's going to taste the same. It's not going to take away from what you're going to make with the same recipe. Like everyone's going to have their own spin on it. So yep. I think for anyone listening, who's interested in content creation or doing it, like just because you feel like there might not be space for you, there is, cause no one is you, yeah. you know? <laughs> Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. And also that's why I, I try to echo that it's just the beginning as well of when it comes to this type of content it is not too late. It is not even close. Right. I mean, we're, we, I think we've barely scratched the surface. Mm -hmm. um, and even if it were like even platforms that have been here forever, everybody has their own authentic version of themselves, their own creativity to apply to something that, you know, their followers or an audience is interested in or will be interested in. And, you know, even if like TikTok is like the king of this, right? There are so many trends that you would think are all the same, but like the same trend can be adapted so many different ways with such a minor like tweak that mm -hmm. really personalizes yeah. it to yourself, your style. And it's like, that's not, like you said, it's not the same cookie that Mrs. Fields cooked. It's mm -hmm. my cookie, right? right? A lot of analogies. But going like, on here. Sound, like we just <laughs> made a video with a sound and it has like 60,000 videos made with that sound. And okay. every video has a different scenario. So like, just because it's like, oh, so, people, so many people have used the sound. It's like, okay, but you can make it into your own, like just by changing up the verbiage of like whatever your title is. But just, it's just taking the dive. Yeah. Same thing like starting your company, taking the dive. Yeah. You got to take that first step. Okay. So before we let you guys go, we always ask, uh, well, number one, wait, we have to do Would You Rather. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened You guys prepared one. So no, we will do one. No, please God. No, no we're fine. I we're do good. have a Would You Rather for you because you guys have your wedding coming up and this okay. will be wedding related. Would you rather forego photos? No one can take a picture on their iPhone. You have no documentation from your wedding. Or dancing Oof. easy for me i forego photos really okay. yeah i think you gotta i think you gotta enjoy the night it's all about in the moment personally that's that would yeah be i mean we pushed off a covid wedding because they were trying to do a sit down type of thing and like yes. was like we just can't imagine this without dancing so i never thought about no photos but i think memory is great over yeah a no, photo. no photos is dramatic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like no evidence like, whatsoever. Right. right. Good photos. news. You can take a photo from the video. So you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, take a yeah. screen grab. No, it's not allowed. Not in this. Would you rather? <laughs> but I, I feel like I would have to agree because so many of our couples do postponed because it was going to be just a sit down thing. Like when it was only 50 people sit down mm -hmm. dinner and it's like, you're paying all this money for a fancy and don't get me wrong. Like they were beautiful weddings still, but that's oh, I still I, felt bad for them. We filmed yeah. it and I was like, no one could leave their table is very um very it's just strict. like you were eating dinner for five hours yeah mm, i mean it sounds like it's intimate and i think you know we would throw a party later if we did that yeah. if we had to do that um yeah. because we're you know we grew up our parents were partying when we were little kids like 
dragging us to parties. Like yeah. it's just in our DNA to like want to party and ha- throw a good time. And the for us, like, off. my mother-in-law was like the, the best things are the music and the alcohol. Like, yeah. so it's just something that we just and couldn't imagine. Combine those two things equal dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. But I think that the videography, the photography is something that's I mean, equally, if not. Yeah, no, that was, that was a tough question. Yeah, we'll definitely video. I don't know. I almost feel like that's a test bait question because you guys are. No, I mean, it's different because we're video. Yeah, so. Yeah. 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 But before we let you guys go, what kind of advice would you give um, to anyone who's maybe looking to start a company with their spouse or work with their spouse or partner if they're not looking to get married? I would say, um, you know, get an accountant, (laughs) logistically get an LLC, file for a corporation, um, get all that logistical stuff out of the way, and then really sit down and and talk about what your goals are. Because I think, you know, um, one person may have one idea, another person may have another. And so if you're partnering, I would say it's really important from the get-go to have like, you know, aligned goals. Um, And then, you know, the next step is really, I, I said this earlier, like be patient, like nothing is built overnight. Like, we tell, you know, clients that we're investing in, like post, you know, post more and don't expect it to, you know, overnight become a success. I think uh, success is about consistency. It's about showing up every day. It's about putting in the effort, even when you don't want to. And um, over time, you're, you'll start to look back and be like, oh my God, you know, I, I got to this point because I, you know, I, every day I really put in the same amount of time and effort. And um, you know, again, with the strengths, like finding what your strengths are and what your partner's strengths are and, and really letting go in the, in the spots and, and spaces where you, where you can and, and pushing ahead in the spots that you feel, you feel you can, you know, really maximize. So that would be my, yeah. And I think, I advice. think also part of the question is like, how would they get started? Um, and it kind of feeds into what you were talking about with like the creative, you know, how you guys got started on, on TikTok and reels. And, um, I think, Part of it is, you know, if it's really a goal of yours to start something, start a business, uh, work with your spouse, or even start a, a, you know, let's say a social media page that goes goes big. One piece of advice is like, just you need to get started right now, mm-hmm. right? Like you got to do it. You got to put some wheels in motion, whatever it is. And it doesn't necessarily need to be perfect out of the gate. I don't know that I would talk to the accountant first. Yeah. But, but, you know, you get started, you get started like for instance with one video, right. And we've told this to our friends who, you know, who ask us all the time who are, who are, you know, different talents and different things. And we say, you know, just the truth is like, you have to just begin to put yourself out there. You have to post a video. I tell them post 10 videos. If one of them doesn't go viral, come talk to me because by the 10th video, I think you're going to learn a lot. Um, And the same goes for a business, right? It's like, if you want to start a business, I mean, in our case, um, it kind of was one of those things that there was a leap of faith moment. There was, you know, a turning point where, mm-hmm. um, we had the opportunity and we, we struck when the opportunity presented itself. Um, but if, you know, if that's not the case, if there isn't some natural turning point to, to jump, even in that scenario, you have to take a leap, um, just start taking steps, you know, today. And I, I really believe if you carve out the time, um, stay consistent in whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, it's only a matter of time until you learn, you adapt, you make the pivots you need to make to do something. And we still haven't even completely figured it out ourselves, but every day we, we wake up, we're taking more and more steps to push things forward, to grow in new directions. 
Um, and it's really just about doing. So true. I mean, consistency is key. And what we've learned too is contracts are built one mistake at a time. With every mistake that you make, you're learning and it's just an experience. Like it's not necessarily we like to learn the hard way anyway, a failure. So it's, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's perfect for us. That's but, how we are, you know, gotta yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. 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 Well, well said, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is so informative. Like, this yeah. is great. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like this is very formal. We're usually like laughing. And yeah. Laughing and yeah. yeah, but we're so proud of you guys. And like the just how no, we're proud of you. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Awesome. It's so great working with you we're guys. We're growing an empire together. <laughs> yeah. It's just the beginning yeah. for us and TikTok. So, yeah. you know, sky's the limit. Yeah. You guys really, honestly, you motivate us every day. And <laughs> I know we don't say it enough, but uh, what energizes us is you you guys your energy uh we we when i say like we work with talent that inspires us you're inspiring us right now with this mm -hmm. podcast like Stop it. words of affirmation <laughs> yeah. this is why i like talking to them every time like, who's motivated right so now true. this guy like john so yeah like when john needs like a serotonin boost he's <laughs> like let me call ashley and um, okay <laughs> okay well she's right yeah, he has this on speed dial Let's yeah that's right yeah they're direct lines um <laughs> so if people want to find you guys where can they reach you we're always looking for uh partners talent um you know creators or whoever it may be out there that wants to connect with us they could reach us directly on our email um it's info at currentsmanagementmgmt.com um, and yeah, feel free to just drop us a note. That's really probably the best way to reach us. And we read every email that comes into that inbox. We'll so put we it in it. our show notes too. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You also see some, uh, lovely photos of their talent on their website too. If you, if you want, if you want to, you don't have to, Yeah, but, if you yeah. want to, if you want to see yeah. our faces, <laughs> but thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you coming on today. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us guys. And we'll see you guys soon. Yay. We'll see you soon. Can't Bye. wait. God, they are such genuine people. I love them. And I can't wait to see them face to face finally. Seriously. You know, I don't want to brag or anything, but my birthday is the same day as their wedding. And I think we're celebrating two things. Actually, three things. Their wedding, you, and our you friendship, turning, and, and you and turning me. 40. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Moving on to our segment, give it to me straight. Where, where we, we answer, answer all your, how dare you? Are you kidding me? Where like, we answer all your burning questions. You try to just take with, everything. Oh yeah. I'm just trying like to take the leech. intro. See, see, you're admitting though that like these are like, what do I have now left? John? Everything. You've hijacked it all. When I edit this podcast, 95% <laughs> of it is you talking. That's not my and fault. And me going, uh-huh. That yeah. I have good things to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go spit it if you have any questions you want to ask us you could email us at go john let's split it give it to me straight podcast <laughs> no, that's not even it. what is it i don't fucking know hello at give it to me straight podcast.com okay oh, i don't even know our own link or website it's an email or email Okay, question one. When your parents hurt you or let you down, how do you self-soothe? My dad doesn't want to come to my graduation and I just want to lash out, but not really. So like she doesn't want to lash out, but like... That's very childish of him. Why does he not want to go? I mean, maybe it's a, a proximity thing, you know, or... It's his daughter's graduation. Listen, I'm... I'm I'm here to say from the daughter who gets canceled on all oh the time. Oh my god. I think that you like in anything in life, you could be the only one you could count on. Of course, you want you want the support of others and people to be there, but if it's going to affect your happiness, like 
I, I just feel like there's only so many times that you could be disappointed. And obviously, like, it fucking sucks. Like, you want your family members and your friends, like, the people who you care about most to be there and support you. But at the end of the day, like, you're going to be the only person who can affect your mood. Like, you can't let other people and their decision and their lives impact your mood and how you feel. So as much as it sucks, I just think that, like, do something for yourself. Try to not take it personally because... Oh, no. Make it known that you're pissed. <laughs> for sure. If your dad is, like, too lazy to show up or any reason other than he's sick, there's no reason why he shouldn't be at your graduation. It's your father. I, yeah, of course. But, have, like, some people just don't make other people priorities, you know? Like... Oh, then that's what you definitely say. Be like, hey, dad, thanks for making me a priority. Yeah, like... and Say something. It's about communication. You know what I mean? In this case, salty communication. <laughs> thanks for making me feel like shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, you just have to invest good energy into yourself doing something that makes you feel good and, like, without having to... Just don't stress about this because it's ultimately out of your control. But if it's eating at you... Like sometimes for me, it definitely makes me feel better lashing out. So, oh my God. Well, for real though, you know, if I, I, I can't keep in how I feel about things. So like if I'm upset, lashing out me though, I mean, you could still talk about it. Like I would still address. I right, just say it in a condescending way to him. <laughs> oh my God, John, what the fuck? Okay. Question number two. How to help a hubby that lacks confidence when me, the wifey has a lot. That's a good question. I would ask them what their love language is because if it is words of affirmation or quality time or whatever it is, you want to fill their cup and make them feel loved and like appreciated and cared for. So like with John, I know that he's words of affirmation. So if he's looking like a snack, I'm going to tell him he's looking like a fucking snack. I think that's a good stepping stone for yeah. sure. I mean, obviously confidence comes from within, but those are things that you could do to help. Like, but Yeah, you're assisting and you're kind of like boosting it a little bit yeah um so helping him build his confidence and like you know letting him know that he's great and attractive and a hard worker like all the things that you believe that he is but at the same time he has to do the work on himself to get there like you are not going to make another person confident because i feel like this happens in like friends as well like there's always a friend who maybe lacks confidence and you build them up and they are consistently tearing themselves down like as much as you tell them that they're a hot bitch and like a boss and no matter what like they are they don't believe it like they have to believe it themselves before they feel it you know i think also you know almost like a job like find things that they might be good at or like little things and like then reward them like with this. blowjobs <laughs> yeah like like that really build a cost like, like wow babe you really made us that steak so fine come on over here whip out that that tube steak now whip for me that tube steak, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like we do that with one another. Like if like we're excelling in something, you know, we make Slay a queen. we make a point to to acknowledge it. And I think that that's what it is too. Like make sure to acknowledge the wins in his life. And it, like I said though, he has to be able he has to be the one who builds his own confidence. Like but those are things that you could do to help. Right. I agree. Good. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today. We greatly appreciate it. You know what we would appreciate more? Five-star review. Just let us know if you're liking it, guys. And if you're not, don't tell us. We only want to know words of affirmation if you're loving our pod. Like my mustache. You like Alex's hair. You know, whatever. <laughs> you can't see us, but it's fine. So, we, do, we do need to start recording these. Oh, like video recording? Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, like, subscribe, email, comment. If you guys want to reach us, you could email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. And if you want to follow us, we're on Instagram at giveittomestraightpodcast. And we're on TikTok at giveittomestraight. And we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.